you know it's right. It's open mic radio, 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. It is time for some live rock and roll music right here at the KOPN studios. We're going to get it rolling with one from our featured artist today. Here we go. It's the Boone Howlers. that all right everyone welcome to the program it's open mic radio on kopn columbia 89.5 fm we got the boone howlers in the studio with us this afternoon and uh good to have you with us all right it's a lovely another summer weekend with the sunshine you know the rain is just hard to find we had a little bit i guess uh out west where i live in the last week or so but i always say oh, it's another sunny hot weekend in mid-missouri and yes it is again so hope you're enjoying it out there though lots of you uh, always out there in the Columbia area, and hope you're enjoying it. All right, uh, we are down here at the brand new KOPN Studios, 401 Bernadette Drive in uh, Columbia, enjoying our new digs down here, and looking forward to the afternoon uh, and the show. So, 573 443 8255 if you want to join us, give us a call, say hi. Maybe you had some fun last night, maybe you didn't. Maybe going to do something tonight. There may be a lot going on. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm minus my friend Kurt this afternoon. Kurt and the gang are up in uh, Chicago at Wrigley Field watching the Cardinals whoop up on the Cubs. You know, I'm a Chicago guy, too, so I, that's, that's a little rough for me. But it's hard for me to say here in the middle of Missouri in Cardinal country. But uh, I don't know. It was fourth or fifth inning, and I think it was three to one cards but when i when i when i left booches 
pounds. <laughs> okay in London. Yeah, yeah. Cubs actually look pretty good overseas. We should keep them there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> better jet lag. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, I hope uh, things are well for you out there, okay? Uh, we're on the web, kopn.org. My name is Mike Hagan. This is Open Mic Radio. We do this pretty much every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. We do live music with uh, some of Columbia and Mid-Missouri's finest musicians and bands, no doubt about it. Today is the same. Uh, we've got the Boone Hollers with us this afternoon, Travis and Chris and Jim uh, with us, and um, looking forward to some music, and uh, we'll have a little conversation, and the phones will be open, so 573-443-8255 if you want to join the program here, or become a part of it at least, uh, uh, that'll get you right here into the studio with us, 573-443-8255, also 573-443-7380, either one of those will... Uh, We'll get you here to the studio, and you can chat with me and the band. I'd like to say thanks to uh, Memphis Chris for helping setting things up earlier, a little bit earlier uh, with the, the sound. We got Clark in the house with us, as usual. You know, that was a lot of fun uh, last week, Clark, with the show. That uh, We actually didn't have like a, uh, um, a formal guest. Of course, uh, Kurt, uh, kind Kurt, who, who, who normally does the, uh, the opening and closing music and kind of provides a little camaraderie along the way. He's, I always forget what a talented musician he is. And he played a bunch of original stuff last week and, uh, uh, just really enjoyed the music that Kurt played. So, um, anyway, sure love doing this and, uh, glad that you're all enjoying it as well. I appreciate the feedback. I get some f- funny and sometimes most of the time they're friendly emails uh, about about the show. <laughs> Not always, but most of the time, really. I bet it's 95%. I, once in a while, I get a really mean one. <laughs> They're like, you guys suck. You're you, get a lot of you, know, you know what it is? Honestly, and, and, I, and I get it because I know the way I am, but most of the time, it's that I talk too much. <laughs> They're like, you should just shut up and let the guys play more music. <laughs> so anyway, I get it, and I'm, I'll do my best to, to zip it and let the guys play music today, all right? So anyway, I am uh, really excited to have the Boone Howlers with us this afternoon in the studio. They visited with us a couple weeks ago, actually. Uh, in sort of a, a semi-permanent form, I guess uh, we we had Chris and and, uh, and Jim were here last uh, maybe three weeks ago, I think it was, uh, and they were joined by by Paul Meyer, who's a a friend and another real talented uh, musician and uh, bass player around these parts. I think Travis is more of a regular yeah. with uh, with the band, I guess I should say. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get to that uh, in a little bit here. We will uh, we're, we're going to we're going to learn a lot about the Boone Hollers this afternoon, and if if they're willing to share. And uh, and we're gonna get a bunch of live music from them as well. And I will also tell you that um, uh, before we get to the music, thank you to uh, TK and Peter Rabbit on the one mic doing things from two o'clock till four o'clock. Great groove music, and uh, always good hip hop. And um, uh, coming at you from two to four with one mic. Okay. Before that, Morgan and a Motherland Jam. If you like music from. Uh, what do they call it? The Global South? <laughs> Actually, it's mostly just Africa, but uh, across the continent of Africa, Morgan Matsiga uh, does a most uh, amazing radio show from noon to two every Saturday afternoon. It's called The Motherland Jam, and you get incredible music from all across the country uh, or the continent of Africa. I think he played different, like 14 different countries today i think we had music from uh but just wonderful stuff from morgan he's a a native of uh, zimbabwe himself the former rhodesia and uh i tell you what uh, a lot of the people that he that, that that you hear on motherland jam 
are actually people that Morgan knows. Uh, uh, he's actually quite familiar with some of these artists from uh, from the African continent and uh, uh, just a, a wealth of knowledge of some remarkable music. So check that out. New to two uh, on, uh, on Saturdays, all right? We do it from 4 to 6, uh, 6 o'clock till 8 o'clock. Rashumba and Reggae Party coming at you, all right? Get your dancing shoes on. Pop yourself a red stripe. Roll yourself a big fat Bob Marley and uh, enjoy the great reggae uh, sounds uh, that uh, Rashumba brings you. All right, that's Roots Rock and Reggae, the best of it, right here in mid-Missouri, KOPN, Columbia, 89.5 FM, 8 to 11 tonight, Blues on Broadway. Chris, I mean, incredible stuff, actually. If you like blues music, I mean, you got three hours of stuff that you will not hear on the radio. Trust me, you are not going to hear this stuff anywhere else. Uh, Chris also does some... Uh, uh, he's pretty good with uh, with requests, so uh, if you want to hear some great blues music and get in on the on the show as well, check in with uh, with Chris eight to eleven with Blues on Broadway. Okay, great stuff here. KOPN around the clock. Keep it dialed. All right. Okay, uh, on the web kopn.org. My name is Mike Hagen. It's mikehagen.com. If you want the podcast, you can subscribe to that, and then you won't miss any of these fantastic radio programs. And uh, Okay, that's all, and uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to get some music now, so maybe a couple now from the Boone Howlers, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll do a proper interview and find out a little bit about these gentlemen uh, who are making cool music here in mid-Missouri, all right? Okay, Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, you guys want to do one for us here? Yeah, this is an original, it's a more of a folk tune. Um, Travis and I are cousins, and uh, this song was, I wrote it about our, our grandfather. I don't know if all these things are true, he told it to us. <laughs> There's no one that to not deny it, so we're going to go with it's probably true, right, Travis? Sure, why not? It's called Western Winds. I love it. Open mic radio. Boone Howlers. Bill was born just an open sky. Learned to ride a horse at the age of five. And whiskey from an old mule trough When he was a boy, well he stuttered when he talked In the west, fence to hold you in You just roll along with that bow and wind Bill found the coyote Drank a jug of wine and he never got paid. 
in the west, no fence to hold you in. You just roll along with that blowing wind. Mesa skyline, desert sun, crimson and blue. Stop falling, never got enough. Dirt went dry and it turned to dust. Bill just rode away from open sky. When he did well, a piece died. In the west, fence to hold you in. You just rode along with that boy. Mesa skyline, desert sun, crimson and blue, bleeding into one. In the west, fence to hold you in, you just roll along with that blowing wind. To uh, there he lies. So you want one, two, one, two, three, four. There he lies. No one knows him. Oh, this life, the things he's done. Now the truth. It is a sleeping while the world keeps moving on. Can remember the words he said to me. I can still hear them ring. Western winds no longer blowing. All the stones turned into dust. Town once known, it's now forgotten. And all its dreams have been lost. Can remember the words he said to me. I can still hear them ring. That was so long ago, seemed like a dream. Never took time to know. Overland all is gone In the end are their answers Stories told still linger on
All right, there you have it, the Boone Howlers. All right. And, uh, yeah, live in the studio with us this afternoon. We've got uh, Travis and Chris and Jim, and we are going to say hello to these gentlemen and find out what is the skinny with the Boone Howlers. I guess we'll start left to right here. Mr. Travis, how you doing, sir? I'm good, sir. You? I'm really good. I'm fine. I'm, I'm uh Enjoying myself this afternoon. I appreciate you coming down. Absolutely, Travis. Where, where are you? Uh, originally a Colorado or a, a Columbia, Missouri guy, or, or? Uh, no, I'm a I'm a Sedalia, Missouri guy. Sedalia, um, okay. Smithton, actually. Um, if you know where that's at, but yeah. Okay, um, and and you've been in Columbia for how long? I'm not in Columbia. I'm still in Sedalia. Yeah, <laughs> he lives in Sedalia in his yeah, mind. I, I, I drive I drive up here to hang uh, out with these. Guys. I see. Okay. All right. Um, and. Uh, so, uh, any any what's happening in Sedalia these days? You got a, you got a guy over your left shoulder here, who is a big part of the um, uh, the uh, Scott Joplin oh, yeah. Ragtime Festival that they that they do in, in Sedalia every year, and that's a, a very that's big an deal. outstanding, uh, very big deal. remarkable from all festival. Over the world come to that, yeah, yeah. Have you I, you're familiar, obviously? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. What's uh, so what do you what do you do in Sedalia? Do you mind me asking if you're not playing music or? Uh, I uh, I'm the executive director of an agency that does uh, case management services for individuals with disabilities. Very good. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. We do that do that uh, work in four different counties. Okay. Very cool. All right, Chris. Uh, your background. You you're you're a Missouri guy or no? Yeah, I grew up in Smithton. Um, Travis so, and our so cousins. Travis, actually, yeah. No. Okay. We've known each other for a long time. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> long, 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 and still friends. Long, and still get along <laughs> most times. Most yeah, of the time. Yeah. Time. No. Um, I moved over here to Columbia. I, st- I work for MFA. Uh, I buy and sell uh, stuff for MFA, and uh, I started there in '95. And wow. Moved to Columbia in 2002. But Travis and I started uh, doing open mic nights. Gosh, when was that? '97. Travis. In yeah. Give or take. So we've had different groups off and on over the years. And then when I moved here, uh, I met Jim. Uh, I go to the United Methodist Church downtown, mm-hmm. Missouri United Methodist. What a beautiful and, place. Oh, it's it's. I think it's the largest uh, pipe organ in the state. That's uh, right on 9th Street there at Locust, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my right gosh. What a, Shakespeare's. What a, yeah, yeah. A beautiful property, beautiful church. Yeah. Wow. So Jim and I um, met there. We were uh, on in a small group thing together. And... Uh, we had a lot of common interest. He played guitar. I played guitar. He was a runner. Kind of funny how uh, how our paths have kind of crossed. I think we may, we may have been destined to kind of run into each other at some point in time. You, you can move that, Jim. Grab oh, it. Make, make yeah. it go where you want. Can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah, Good. So, yeah. But uh, we, I think the first time Chris and I met, we didn't even realize it. It was back in 1997. Uh, we had the uh, East St. Pat's 5K downtown. Uh-huh. And uh, we finished uh, right next to each other. I want, I want it on record. I beat him that day. Okay, I came in one second ahead of him. He was right behind me. That's the last time that that's happened because Jim's fast. Wow. So you like cross-country running? Oh, uh, yeah. I ran cross-country in high school, and I still use the trail just about every day. Yeah, my, my, uh, my oldest son was a cross-country runner at, at Hickman, and uh, my youngest son is a soccer player, so they both they both put, put some miles in for sure. So. And, I was, and I was trying to think, what was it, like 2002 or three? when did Palin Music open up? Oh gosh, yeah. But they had a grand opening uh, uh, event there where they had some guitars and uh, they were giving away on sales. And uh, I was telling Chris, oh yeah, I was there for that grand opening. I was standing in line in the hot sun, you know, about 50 people back, and and you were there too. I was about the third person because I wanted, that's when I bought that uh, 12 string Dan. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
and we had played the night before so it was really really hot yeah and to yeah. me that day <laughs> but i got up and suffered through it and i got that guitar so we were in the same line again didn't know each other but then we started playing travis uh played with us we did some stuff off and on and then about 2010 uh with a couple of other guys that have since retired we uh we started the boone howlers and we've been doing it since then and We've recorded a... Uh, and Jim, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jim, you, you're, where are you from originally, though? St. Charles area, just outside St. Louis. St. Charles, yeah, okay. Uh, All right. Through high school there, went to Mizzou, and been in Columbia pretty much ever since. Okay. All right. He's All an right. engineer. Is that what you yeah, do yeah, for, is that what you do, like, like as a profession? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what type of engineering? Uh, chemical. Chemical engineering. Wow. So. Damn. You got some brains in the studio yeah. this afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, I'm freaking imposter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... I'd like to know a little bit about your musicianship and like 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 when when you started playing uh, instruments and like were you professionally trained or you learn you got a good ear or did you learn on your own or Travis when, when oh, did you, you get wow. into music? I've been involved in music since junior high. Played trumpet in high school. Sang wow, in all the tr- I love the trumpet stuff. Uh, Not enough trumpet, then, uh, by the way. Went to a State Fair Community College and uh, got scholarship money for to play and sing there. And then uh, on to Missouri Valley, where I got some scholarship money to play and sing there. And then, wow. oh, after college, after starting a real job, you know, Chris moved back to Sedalia for a little while, and we started playing. Drums. Were, you, were you playing bass back then, like like in college and stuff? Uh, I think I did start on bass uh, with, with our first little group that played one gig. The Smith and State the Fair. Smith and, the Smith and Fair, yeah. Indian Summer. Um, I moved on there from there to play. Uh, I play guitar and I play mandolin now, uh, harmonica, drums. Wow. I just got a banjo, uh, so I got to learn how to play that. <laughs> and I have a mean, mean recorder. I have an actual <laughs> wow. pear nice. wood Trumpet recorder that uh, I, I Good can harmonica wail on. Mm-hmm. Cool. I love it. All right, Chris, you, you, so, what about you know, with, with instruments and, and musical background? You got family? Uh, uh, let me back to you, Travis, real quick. Fa- family musicians? Your dad, your mom, uncles, or anything like that? Uh, uh, my mom always sang, but not in an organized fashion. My sister's a very good singer, and we have a, uh, I have a, 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 a group in Sedalia called the Huckleberries. Huh, cool. It's myself, my wife, and my uh, sister, Stacy, and um, she's got quite the powerful voice. You're doing what kind of music? Uh, well, we were likely to play um, "I'll Fly Away," followed by "Crazy Train." Um, <laughs> matter of fact, I think we did that last night. We, we were at Pierpont last night. I love the Pierpont story. That's I cool what they've done over there, there, right? We actually did something like that last night. So. Okay. All right, Chris, back to you. Oh, so yeah, we grew up in Smithton, and we were fortunate. We had a really good music program there. We had a good band director, mm-hmm. Mr. Jane's, and when he retired, we really had got an even even stronger guy um dennis taylor Dennis Taylor, mm-hmm. and uh travis played trumpet and then uh, i started playing i played trombone first hmm. year of my senior year, uh, junior uh, freshman year by the yeah. way yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then uh i started playing bass trombone and we were in jazz band together and he was a uh, he was a great guy he was only there for a couple of years but remember we went up to see uh, he took us to a clinic in warnsburg mm-hmm. and we saw woody herman there and mm-hmm. his young, and the thundering herd, yeah, yeah. young thundering herd so then after that oh maybe when i was in senior in high school or so i wanted to play guitar and so i'm self-taught and then 
showed what little I knew to Travis, and that's how that's how we got started. And then we've been which means it. I'm self-taught as well. <laughs> <laughs> Twice you, removed, right? You learn three chords, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, and and so the Boone Hollers have been around for since uh, 2010. 2010. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when we started. And so you and Travis started original. Jim, when when did you join the gang? Uh, same time. Same time. Okay. So oh, pretty much yeah. same time. All right. Yeah. Okay. I think these are it. Yeah, this is how it started, right? Yeah, well, you know, actually, the a couple of the other guys that have since retired, they, um, they, they were guys that lived in town that I got to know, and we were at Roots and Blues, and um, to make a long story short, I got down there and got a free ticket, and I looked at uh, the other guy, Mark, and I said, hey, more money for beer, so <laughs> it was a nice night. We were like, hey, you know, we ought to start a band. Well, I knew a drummer, and a little bit later, ran into Brian. Yeah. So. I said, well, I know some other guys, and that's kind of how we got started. And, you know, we did things off and on. It's, you know, been five of us, four of us, three of us, you know, up and down. But uh, mm-hmm. but that's when we started, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, your yeah. background, Jim, yeah, so, uh, m- musically. Similar, you know, we all have some background. I play you know, a band. I'm going I'm to stop you for a second. I am not happy with the way that this microphone is working. I think we've got a technical thing. So uh, it's not you. It's it's. So I'm going to have you share that one with Chris for a second. How's, how's that? Is that better? M- much better. Okay. Yeah. 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 So as I was saying, kind of a similar background. Uh, I started on trumpet in uh, yeah junior high. I was in, in band for a while. I always had an interest in guitar, though. Um and then I uh, had a friend, uh, I was 18, he was uh, leaving going to college, and he had a uh, classical guitar and said, hey, do you want this for 20 bucks? And I said, yeah, yeah. So I started off on classical guitar. And so you were playing to, guitar so I was before banjo yeah, and all that? Yeah, a lot of finger-picking stuff. Uh, you know, James Taylor, John Denver. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I love that stuff, too. Still love that stuff. stuff. Yeah. That James Taylor stuff, I mean, the early James Taylor is still remarkable, just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And Songwriting. So, um, and I, I kind of got into that and then uh, started uh, playing more acoustic and then electric. And it was just about, uh, I'd say about 12 years ago now, I really started getting a banjo. So I had a banjo back when I was, I think, 24 when I kind of bought my first one. But just it kind of stayed in the corner for a long time uh-huh. before I finally decided to pick it up. But when I was playing that uh, finger-picking style, I actually uh, moved back to, I was, uh, I was out of Columbia for about a year or so for work, moved back and uh, met up with Lee Ruth. And oh so I took gosh. lessons with him for Remarkable player say, about four years. And yeah, he's a, a he's legend a here in mid-Missouri, yeah, actually. Still around, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Lee's still here. He's he still does his radio show. Uh, it's called uh, Radio Omega, I believe. And it's in the middle of the night still. I don't know how he does it. But uh, I, uh, what is it? Is it mo- Monday nights? or No, no, no. No, it's... Uh, it's like it's like Wednesday night, I think, middle of the night. Anyway, I should know, but uh, Lee yeah. Ruth's still going at it. And, yeah. You know, he's taught so many people so much about music and life, actually, here uh, uh, in in uh, Boone County for so many years. That's cool. You got to play with, with Lee. Yeah, and there's a real nice uh, mural of Lee that they have uh, down by the dive bar. I don't know if they've moved it around a little bit, um, but uh, it was down there a couple years ago when we were out there playing. You know, it was uh, this year is the 50th anniversary of KOPN's existence on uh, on the airwaves and and uh about a month ago we had sort of a weekend celebration you know just kind of uh well celebrating the whole the whole the whole thing and and a lot of reminiscence and a lot of people that had been involved in the station years ago kind of showed up and uh but but there was a um uh somebody i i forget how it's what exactly it was, but there was almost like a documentary uh, that I think maybe Kevin Walsh was involved in it. But but, but anyway, they did a big long thing about about uh, Lee Ruth and the, and and the stuff that he's been involved with and done over the years. It's really pretty remarkable. So well, they had a really nice um, uh, tribute 
CD and album they put together. It's probably been 20 years now, but uh, you know, I don't know if you remember that or if you're familiar. I don't know. They did no. songs of Lee Ruth or something like that. It's right? all yeah, all his original songs, but they had local artists that uh, covered yeah. the songs. Cool. I love when people. I love when they do that type of thing. And I think they recorded it with Barry. I think Hibden, right or something. Quite like a few that, people. Yeah. yeah. But I should uh, give a shout out to uh, Derek Linhart too with uh, Ironweed Bluegrass Band. Sure, Ironweed, fantastic. Lessons with him for about eight years. Uh, COVID hit and uh, just haven't picked it up since then. But uh, he's taught me pretty much everything I know on banjo. All right, all right, all right. Well, he um, he played he played fiddle for us. That's right. He some of the songs that we've uh, recorded, some of our originals. He uh, he played with us in the in the studio. Well, and, and we, we do have some original uh, or some recorded music as well that, that maybe we can share uh, with, with the listeners sometime this afternoon. Sure. Uh, we're, we're doing mostly a live thing, but I'd love to sneak in a couple of recorded ones if you guys have something that you'd like to like to share. So, um, well, we'll think about that in a minute or two, all right? Okay, so um, style of music, it's sort of hard to... Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about the Boone Hollers. I'm like, you kind of do a rockabilly thing. You kind of do a bluegrass thing. You kind of do a early country thing. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff mixed in there. How would you describe the project or, or what, what are you aiming for, Chris? Um, I think that we just play good music. <laughs> well, no, I mean, to me, yeah. you know, to Travis, we always grew up on that kind of stuff. You know, the look, country music, rockabilly, it's all, it's all out of the same you know, place. Kind of comes from the same place, yeah. yeah. I just finished reading a book about Ralph Peer. Are you mm. familiar with Ralph Peer? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. you know, he was the one that recorded Jimmy Rogers and the Carter family. Yeah. You know, the only reason I'm familiar with him is because of Big Cat Matt and Rockabilly Corner, who you guys, I, in fact, I heard you years, been a couple of years. I think you've been yeah. on his show maybe more than once. Yeah, but, back in the old studio. But yeah. uh, anyway... Uh, for those unfamiliar, Big Cat Mad, Rockabilly Corner, that happens here at KOPN. In fact, we share this uh, this four to six slot with uh, with uh, Matt. He does it the second Saturday of every month. Oh. I get a week off, and he does the Rockabilly show. But if you're into that kind of music, and I'm telling you, Matt really knows it inside and out, and he's uh, sort of a savant like that. Uh, but yeah, I've learned a lot about uh, about Ralph Peer. Kind of yeah, stuff. you should read the book. It's really interesting. He he really did artists a favor and that he got them their publishing, hmm. you know, and paid them. Oh, my gosh, yeah, such a and big deal. People really were taking, the there's so much of an advantage that gets taken of people. And if you're not familiar with the music industry out there, I mean, artists have just historically been so uh, uh, taken advantage of, I, yeah. th- I think, well, you, uh, you know, by these big, big, big companies for sure. He was one that, uh, you know, they were hill people or they were poor people. And, you know, that was really like for the Carter family, that was life changing. And for Jimmy Rogers as well. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. also was the first guy, Travis, I didn't realize, realize this, but uh, Louis Armstrong. Oh, really? He helped kind of get his uh, solo thing started. He was really good uh, friends with uh, Louis Armstrong's first really? wife. And uh, that. So Louis Armstrong played on Jimmy Rogers' album. Um, And it's really interesting all the different kinds of music that Jimmy Rogers really did. You think of him as just the yodeling brakeman, but, you know, he had Hawaii Hawaii guitar, you know, steel, uh, ukulele, fiddles, violin. It's it's really pretty diverse. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, amazing. Cool. So, So in that vein, we just like those kinds of music and, you know, good songwriting, whether it's... So if I was going to ask about influences, we already covered that just now. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, we haven't even talked about the Beatles or... Right, um, right. Sex Pistols. The Sex Pistols. (laughs) Hank Williams, you know. The Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. You know, Travis and I grew up in the age with punk rock. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of those punk rock guys, man, they... 
like X, you know, John Doe, he had a side project that was called The Knitter. So they were either doing punk one night or they were doing country. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Dwight Yoakam used to open for X in L.A., you know, yeah. when he was playing that Hillaby stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Some, of, some yeah. of our favorite artists today were actually punk rockers in the 80s. Yeah. And today they play an alternative country sort of sound. Alejandro Escovito being probably the... Mm. The... Yeah. Uh, the premiere in my in my particular world anyway i was just watching a documentary on the go-go's and they went up to see the sex pistols <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and they were great songwriters hey yeah, what was it uh, br- br- that Belinda carlisle and uh, yeah no that yeah, first yeah. record was really i mean talking about writing hook songs i mean they were they, they, they figured that out so they were the first all-female group that played all their instruments that wrote their own songs and had their debut album now i have to say one. i preferred the bangles the Bangles. I prefer the Bangles over, oh, but uh, over the Go Go's. But but cl- anyway, close enough, they, yeah. they went up to see the Sex Pistols, and Travis the Nuns opened at that <laughs> show, yeah. and so it was up there. And Alejandro Escovito was in the Nuns. Holy you know? sh- yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've seen Alejandro. I don't know, fifteen, twenty times. Live. That's awesome. Uh, at yeah. least all over the place. Yeah, Chicago was always Chicago. Here, some of the best ones were here back. Yeah, in, they were back at Mojo's. Mojo's, yeah. Are you guys? I'll tell you what. I I um, I have a few more things I want to talk to you about, but let's let, let's slip a couple songs in here. Let's play a recorded one because I'm going to take care of this microphone thing that we've got going with Jim okay. here. So let's play something off of. Uh, well, I don't know what what what. Uh, what do you got queued up there? What's the first? Time oh, you got? I've got I've got some stuff from. Um, from 2019 that you've okay. done I mean I've got uh, list off a couple of titles there. oh short and sweet sack full of dice uh, uh, we're going to do sack full of dice later I've got nothing left i got old Joe Clark you got remember uh, let's see if I do I do yes yeah, let's do that so one yeah give yeah. a little background real quick before you we'll grab that other mic please Jim yeah no, i give you a little background on that real quick uh, it's a song that, that Chris wrote and we actually had some uh, guest musicians uh, come in for us on that that song as well you remember uh the one that we're going to play this one called Remember? Yeah, Craig Cleaver. Um, he's um, He's been in several bands here in town. He uh, He's a really interesting guy. He uh, teaches uh, at the engineering school, and uh, Sally does subcontract work for NASA. Huh. And he does rocket trajectory calculations. <laughs> cool. So on this song, you're going to hear a true rocket scientist, okay? Very so. cool. We got that going for us. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to hear one with rocket scientry from the Boone Howlers. <laughs> this is a song called Remember. What's the When, when was this written? When, when Is it on, on a record? What's the story? Uh, yeah, it's on. It came out in uh, 19. Yeah, and we recorded it at uh, Will Reeves' place, Intro Cellar Sure, Studio. Will's a great yeah. friend of the program and, and, and oh, personally of mine. He's a wonderful dude and a great musician himself. Oh, he is. Uh, in so fact, uh, he's got a project called Penny Marvel that's kind of, kind of, kind of, getting back at it a little bit over the last year year or so and i love i love what will does he's fantastic to record with if you if anyone wants to record in the area that's i highly recommend him well he's uh so many of the people that have come through this uh or or have been here with me on on this radio program have uh have worked with will you know we're really fortunate we got we got all kinds of talented people around here we got all kinds of you know, for for a town the size of Columbia, we've got a bunch of great studios and and sound engineers and uh, and uh, yeah, I mean we we really got 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 some good stuff going on here. Um, There's so much cool history, you know, around Columbia's music. We can talk about that in a little bit too. Maybe we will. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's do this. So we'll play one uh, from the Boone House. This one's called "Remember." I'm going to work on. Uh, 
a technical thing here, and then we'll come back in a few minutes with the Boone Howlers, all right? It's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Find us on the web at kopn.org, all right? Stuff there from the Boone Howlers. That one 
is called Remember, and you're listening to it here. It's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. We are streaming on the web at kopn.org. That's a beautiful song, Chris. Oh, thank you. A bunch of uh, uh, very, very well produced. I mean, I think you said there were some guest artists on that song. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, so Craig Cleaver played the uh, pedal steel, and then uh, Mark Cover played keys for us. So it's tucked in the mix there, but uh, we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Very cool. All right, yeah. cool. Uh, let's see. I got a new thing going here for Jim. Let's see if this works. Jim, try that mic. Yeah, can you, can you hear me? It's coming in okay? Yeah, oh, yeah, but way yeah. better, way All better. Right. Okay, cool. Okay, so um, we've got about uh, 20 minutes before we get to the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Plenty of time for live music here this afternoon. Appreciate y'all listening. It's 573-443-8255 if you want to join us. Uh, 573-443-7380 will get you here into the studio as well. But uh, we're going to get a couple live ones here uh, from the Boone Howlers. We'll talk with them a little bit more after that. And um, if you stick around after the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to get a nice long set of music from these gentlemen. And uh, that's what we do every Saturday afternoon here on Open Mic Radio. Okay? Okay. Um, Shout out to a couple people who have been uh, sending notes and stuff. First of all, I want to say hi to the people in Chicago that are listening to the radio show and watching the Cardinals beat the Cubs. So uh, you're probably better off listening to this radio show than watching that crap. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Also, um, uh, the Dive Bar, uh, one of our sponsors. Thank you for uh, sponsoring the program and the radio station. We appreciate we appreciate it. We appreciate everyone who, uh, who, who, you know, who, who supports this radio station. It's a, it's an ongoing project and uh, always, uh, you know, one, one, one foot in the grave, sort of. So, so KOPNs have been like that for many, many years, and I appreciate the fact that we're still still doing it. Also, uh, shout out to uh, uh, my buddy Brian over there at Waltz VW. <laughs> he's, he's a regular listener of the show and, and fixes my car, too. So. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, also, Denver, Chicago, Johnny, hi, Steve Hoffman, hi. Uh, oh, sorry if I said your last name. Um, yeah, post office coming for you. <laughs> Who else? Lots of people out in Arizona. Okay. All right, anyway, uh, Boone Howlers with us this afternoon. They're going to play a couple for us here. Um, what are you going to do, Chris? So I think we'll do uh, this first one's one we've written. It's called A Dream of Forest Rose. And it's not really about Forrest Rose, but it mentions him. I Are you familiar, I'm... though, with, with, with the man? Were you? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I didn't get to town until after Forrest died. And, oh, uh, yeah. Or, or maybe he was still alive. I just hadn't connected uh, back in the early 2000s or whatever. But what, just quickly, a, a little bit of your, your, your familiarity with, with him, because he's such a... Yeah. A, a, sort of a legend around here, and a lot of people say a lot of things about him yeah. and he's involved in the music scene. And... So he was an interesting character, and really, Travis and I first saw him... Uh, with a group called Monkey Grip. Yep. And there was a guy that was getting his doctorate over here at the time, Mick Lurman? Lurman. who's an excellent guitar player. And we saw Monkey Grip. It was an upright bass, Force Rose, and Mick on guitar, and uh, a woman that played fiddle. And I don't, I don't, I never did meet her. But the um, Force had this incredible upright bass, and it had this cobra head that was carved in the headstock. I mean, it was so cool. It was beautiful. <laughs> Snake base is what we always call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just a little bit about Forrest, so this will make a little bit of sense. He he went to school here, J School, and lived here for a while. He was like a doorman at the original Blue Note down on the loop. Right, right. And um, he decided he wanted to try to make his way into country, into music, and because uh, he loved music. That was his main main thing. 
He was a great writer, though, too. That's kind of how he made his living. But he moved to Nashville for a period, and he got a gig where he uh, played for Bill Monroe. Wow. Yeah, so Bill Monroe was really hard on fiddle players, and uh, <laughs> he would fire them frequently. Really? And so his standard normal bass player could kind of fill in on fiddle, you know, when he was looking for a different uh, fiddle player. Uh-huh. So Forrest, he fired the last guy. Yeah, yeah you know, there's sort of a temporary thing. So Forrest played for with Bill Monroe for two weeks um, on upright bass, and he lived with David Olney. Or was friends with him. They recorded. David passed away a couple years ago. And David, at one point, lived with uh, Steve Earle. They were roommates or buddies. Wow. Back in the day, you know, yeah. with Guy Clark stuff. Oh, my gosh. Huge fan. But anyway, this song's called Dream of Four Strohs. Like I said, it mentions him. It's not really about him. But there's a couple references of things we just talked about. So if you want to hear that, we'll give it a try. All right. Let's do it. It's Dream of Forest Rose, Boone Howlers, Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia.
Very good. Very, very cool. All right, the Boone Howlers with us this afternoon. And, uh, yeah, you're listening to it here. It's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. Hope you can join the program. I certainly am. And we've got a bunch of music uh, coming up for you uh, in the next hour, okay? All right, let me quickly say that uh, this program uh, is brought to you in part by KMOS, taking television beyond the living room with their PBS app and KMOS Passport. Classics like Roompole of the Bailey, Riley Ace of Spies, and The Rivals of Sherlock Holmes, along with new episodes of Celebrity Antiques Road Trip, are available anytime, anywhere, on any device. More information available at kmos.org or on your mobile app store. All right, appreciate the support from... uh, K-M-O-S. And you're listening to it here, Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. The Boone Howlers with us in the studio this afternoon. They're rocking and rolling and jamming out. And we're going to have some more from them. Um, well, I, I guess uh, I'm going to I'm gonna wait to, to do more music and ask you guys a couple of questions. Um, Travis, grab that mic there. And I'm going to start with you and, and ask about recording music. Uh, well, maybe songwriting first before we talk about, about recording. Um, you guys have a bunch of material that's uh, obviously that you, you, you've been in the studio. You've been working for a long time together. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about where, uh, when, when you write a song, is it a collaborative effort? Is, or is there a primary songwriter? Uh, you do it all together? A little bit about that. Anybody? So a lot of the stuff, you know, there were a couple songs like maybe Travis and I had worked on in the past, like Fades Away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I'd kind of have part of it, and then he would maybe help with a little bit of it and vice versa. Um, a lot of the stuff that we've recorded, either Jim wrote or I wrote or the two of us wrote, um, you know, we're going to do a, a couple of songs today in our rockabilly sort of set, and uh, like Sack Full of Dice, uh, it was a song. That's a great song. I was like, we <laughs> yeah. were playing some board games, and <laughs> someone was worried about, oh, are we going to have enough, you know, dice to play the game? And the one guy's like, oh, don't worry, I got sacks and sacks and dice. <laughs> I said that that's a song. Yes, yes. So you know, I wrote I wrote the lyrics to it. I wrote it probably, I don't know, fifteen minutes. Another one uh, that I wrote that Travis likes is called "A Corner of Lonesome Blue," and I had the idea or the concept for a number of years, and I could just never really figure out kind of how to do it. And again, we're self-taught, so you know, it's just us. We don't really have anyone showing us anything. But once I kind of figured out how to do sometimes it. that's the best way by it by the way so but yeah. you know once i kind of figure out oh i could do it like this then i, I wrote that song with the melody in probably i don't know 15 20 mm-hmm. minutes you know <laughs> now we we probably did some things to to smooth it out but you know sometimes yeah, the general like that layout yeah, of the song we'll the ideas and lyrics off of one another and you know ask each other hey what do you think about this or that and so we'll help each other kind of um hone the hone the song out um but for me, some of my songs, like Honey Ridge, uh, you know, I, I, like I said before, I, I run quite a bit. So uh, Honey Ridge is actually the street uh, right near my parents' house. And uh, one day I was going for a run, and uh, the street was Honey Ridge, and started to pull together the lyrics uh, to a song while I was while I was running there. Um, and then other songs have been uh, a couple songs I wrote. Uh, my wife probably doesn't really realize it, but I wrote for my for my wife. Um, Short and Sweet was one of them, and Anniversary Gift is another one. So when we had our 20th anniversary, I wrote her that song. 
Um, I think it's on the Remember EP. Uh-huh. But uh, Chris always liked to say it's, uh, you know, one of the most uh, inexpensive gifts that you can get for you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't buy anything for you. He just wrote that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, those are sometimes the best the best gifts, right? Yeah. Those ones that come from the heart. Okay, so um, uh, we talked a little bit about recording. I know you've done some stuff with mm-hmm. Will in town. Is that typically who you would go to if you guys are going to record? Would you do it at Centro? So everything that we recorded, we recorded there. Uh-huh. Uh, Travis and I years ago recorded with Barry Hibden. You remember that down the bottom? Oh, yeah. of the I remember Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Barry's still around. Yeah. He was in Ditchwich. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He, and he worked out yeah. at, uh, at um, not a rag, but I guess the place that's connected to Ragtag for a yeah, long time, right? Yeah. Bakery. Yeah. 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 But most of the, everything that's online right now, uh, we recorded with with Will. Okay. And the two albums that you brought into mm-hmm. the station, yeah. um, which I appreciate. First of all, we've got. Uh, the Boone Howlers exist. I think that was the first record that, did, right. that, that you guys yeah. did. And then uh, Wander. I, in fact, I'm familiar with the first record, but the second one, I'm actually not so much. Yeah. Um, when did you guys do Wander? Uh, it was a couple of years later. I think it was 2017. Okay. When we uh, yeah. recorded those tunes. Yeah. Um, and that's with, as I mentioned before, with Mark Cover, uh, Craig Kluver. I think Martha. Uh, Martha said, Kelly played some fiddle for us. So we had some guest musicians on that album, which is really fun to collaborate with some of those people. But right the on. first one exists, like... You know, that was the first time we really recorded in a proper studio with, a, you know, more musicians. And we pretty much did those all in kind of one or two takes. And, you know, it's I kind of wanted at the time I was reading a lot about like Sun Records and I wanted mm. that sort of vibe to it. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. the just that authenticity one, of the yeah, just, just a couple just, quick takes know, and get it down. Right. Yeah. You know, like that's all right, Mama. They just were goofing around and. You know, it's rock and roll. Right, you know, right, was right. The beginning. Yeah, I love it. Um, so we did that, and then the second album, we spent a little more time doing some overdubs, getting some other people in, you know, making a a bit more. And you know, we learned along the way uh, things to do and not do. Will was very, very helpful in that regard. Um, you know, the role of a producer to some degree is underestimated, but they can really help in a lot of ways. Um, Sam Phillips, for example, with Elvis, wasn't a technical guy, but he had good feel. And he had a great ear, yeah, right. just, just could hear it. You yeah. know, the old story is they were goofing around, they couldn't get anything down, they were taking a break, and Bill Black, the bass player, and Elvis, they just started goofing, and they were doing That's All Right, Mom, this kind of ramped-up version, and Phillips comes out, and he's like, whoa, what was that? He's like, oh, nothing, we were just goofing around. He goes, right. we'll just keep doing it. Keep, keep goofing around. So they yeah. did two or three more takes of it, and, uh, you know... That was the beginning. Wow. That was the beginning. Amazing. Yeah. 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 I should mention, too, um, some of the songs we were recording. I always uh, like, so part of my uh, my musical background history was uh, a lot of holiday music. So my, that's pretty much all my parents had in their, their record collection. <laughs> so you might be in the middle of July, and I'm pulling out these you know, now that Christmas is a, tunes, holiday tunes. Dude, you have, you have no <laughs> idea how, how I relate. Okay, so um, my father passed away a couple years ago, and he was a huge audiophile, and he had a, he had a in fact, I'm still going through his collection. I, I've made it through the albums for the most part. He had about 7,500, about 7,000 LPs. <laughs> wow. That, um, I, I ended up keeping about 3,000. Uh, I sold and donated a lot. A lot of them just wasn't, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, trust me, back then that nobody wants. <laughs> but, but, um, uh, the Christmas music. The Christmas mean. collection that my dad, I mean, it's, I have most of it. I mean, I, yeah. there's probably 150 records, yeah. I think, that are just Christmas holiday music. Mm-hmm. And it's outstanding. So, uh, so I, I love it. And yeah, we, so we've recorded several original 
holiday, you know, Christmas tunes. And you so guys should do an album. Nobody does yeah. a, nobody does a holiday album anymore. You should do a Christmas yeah. holiday album. That'd be incredible. The Boone Howler's Christmas or something incredible. Right. Just like old Johnny Cash right. Christmas, man. Yeah. Right? Well, there, you know, and you're talking about that. There was a great documentary on Christmas music, and these guys were nuts about collecting it. You mm. know, on certain mm. versions and oh, yeah. different things, and it, it was incredible. But you know, they were just <laughs> yeah. there was like, so hey, much a- sentimental. You know, oh my gosh! To it, Absolutely. You know? so. No, I mean, I, I, I hear, I still hear Vic Damone singing "Deck the Halls" or whatever, <laughs> right. and and it just I, it takes me right back to being a kid or something. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So right, yeah, and that's what music can can do, and that's right. why we're all here. That's why we all love it so much. I think. Yeah. Um, it is a, it's a beautiful, wonderful art form that that we all get to enjoy, whether we're performing it or whether we're listening to it, uh, or uh, you know, or whatever. And and I, I, I'm I'm always sort of heartbroken by people that don't get into music, or they're just not like you ask somebody, hey, what, what kind of music do you like, or what are you into? Eh, I don't listen to music. I'm like, whoa! I mean, I almost like want to go, like, I just want to shake them, you know. But right. uh, anyway, that's yeah, to each of their own, right? Well, even like Travis and I talk about that, it's. Even though we're not maybe the best musicians, I tell you one thing: it's really done is made us appreciate music that much more, you know. And you, you really become more. Uh, you have a deeper understanding, mm, you know, of like sure. some of the things. Like I can oh, go on and on about the Beatles and the stuff. They oh my! Did. Can you even believe what that what the what those yeah. guys did? Honestly, you know, really to this day. I mean, it's, it's been we, sixty years now. We did a thing uh, at, I think it was Rose is at the it time. Rose? Yeah. yeah. But we uh, <laughs> we talked him into letting us play the <laughs> album "Hard Day's Night," and uh, so they showed the movie before. Cool. And then we played the album from front to back. Oh, and we cool. We learned that album. Wow. And I it probably wasn't you know we're not like you know a tribute band. It wasn't, but it was a lot of fun. And and I'm telling you, those songs were so sophisticated. Oh no, they're way they're way. Everyone says their music got more sophisticated. That's that's wrong. Hard Day's Night. Wow. You go learn that album. I'm sort of a closet guitar player, or, or you know, I I I am not very good, and I like to play the I like to play music, but I'm not very good at any of the things that I play. But I, I can really play, but I can play relatively simple stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And we all know what what we're talking about. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's not a good song. In fact, some of the best songs there's so many wonderful songs that are a couple, three, four simple chords. Right. But. The Beatles were not among them. Those songs are all hard. Even the ones that sound simple, I'm like, oh, I could probably play that, play that one, and then I try to figure it out. And I play mostly by ear because I don't, I can't read music or anything, but I got a pretty good ear. Mm-hmm. And it's just with outside of my technical capability, I think a lot of the stuff that they do, I'm like, wow, what kind of chord was that? What the hell was he doing there? That just well, lost. even Dylan said, you know, after they saw him, I think probably on. Ed Sullivan, he was like all those crazy chords. Oh yeah, he yeah. he immediately understood what was going on there. Because I mean, they open up with "All My Loving," you know, those crazy triplets and oh yeah, I mean, that's a great yeah, that's a great yeah. song. And 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 if you and for for a for a person who's not really listening for that kind of stuff, it doesn't sound that difficult. It's not as rich. It's not as deep. You know, you know but sure. it's but it's but it's yeah. yeah those guys were. For real, no doubt about oh, yeah. it. Yeah. All right, look, we are about top of the hour here, and it's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Having a wonderful conversation and uh, live music with our friends, the Boone Howlers in the, stu- uh, the studio, the studio and the station uh, this afternoon. And uh, uh, you guys, thanks again for coming. This is awesome. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, let's do, uh, let's do some live music. Let's see, we've got... Um, 
We, yeah, we're, we're just we're, we're top of the hour, and what I'd like to do is kind of set these guys loose and let them play for uh, 30 minutes or so and kind of do whatever you want, and um, then we'll come back, chat a little bit more, and we'll kind of get out of here. What do you think? Okay, we might just huh? kind of – you want to well, – let's do – we're going to do this old public domain song. It's called uh, All the Good Times. Cool. Um, you know, just <clears> – <throat> we tried to do stuff that, you know, was fairly current, and I think this was written in the 1700s, right, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, one, two, three. All the good times are past and gone, and all the good times are o'er. So all the good times are past and gone, little darling, don't weep no more. Wish to the Lord I'd never been born, die when I was young. Never would have seen your sparkling.
that's not rock and roll, I don't know what is. <laughs> We're gonna switch up and do some rockabilly stuff that we've written, all right? Fantastic. We'll see how this sounds. Who wants to keep rolling, right? Yeah, that's not at all. I can tell people what, they're, uh, what they got going here. It's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. We've got live music with the Boone Howlers this afternoon. They're uh, playing a nice set of music for us here. We're just gonna let them keep it going and switching over to a little bit of rockabilly stuff here, okay? All right, once again, on the web, kopn.org. And uh, for me, it's Mike Hagan. Dot com. All right, check it out. All right, let's get a little sound on this. So make sure we got that. Can you hear the lead okay? You good, Trev? What are we doing? Uh, let's do Learn to Be Nice. This is a song that uh, we've written. It's the one I was talking about. We kind of kind of wrote it in about four or five minutes. Uh, turn that bass up a little bit. There you go, son. Nice. Never can't have enough bass. No. One, two. Stop the 
but I'll set you straight. music on KOPN Columbia. It's the Boone Howlers, and we're just letting them roll here for a little bit here. We're going to get right back to it here. It's Open Mic Radio KOPN. Find us on the web KOPN.org. Anything you want to do, guys? Alright, we're going to do one we were talking about earlier. You know, we're kind of in that uh, Roots thing, and uh, this is, I think this is where it kind of all started, right? That's alright that's all right for you. That's all right now, Mama. Any way you feel, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right now, Mama. Any way you do. Mama, she done told me. Papa done told me too. Son, that gal you're messing with.
you. All right, this is uh, one we've written. It's called Juke Coin. Juke Coin. I mean, uh, you're listening on the radio, but it, it, we need the video to see all the flying scissor kicks. So, hey, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, gentlemen, before you continue, I want to ask you a quick question sure. about uh, Deke Dickerson. Uh, Jim Jammin there reminded me of Deke, and uh, he's a local, uh, actually remarkable, uh, awesome musician uh, who's yeah. been actually made quite a bit of a name for himself around the world. Yeah. So, uh, are you guys familiar? Or, or oh, sure. Like, I'm yeah. sure, right? We got about 20 minutes. I can tell you all the Deke stories. Tell me one. Well, I'll tell you. So, we played That's All Right, Mama. And, uh, well, first, Deke had a, uh, a, a show on the station when he yeah, was 14. Yeah, he, he, he was here on KLBN years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, I think we're about the same age, right? So I think he graduated high school in 86. Anyway, you know, he just loved that rockabilly. He loved that old twang and got really into it. Um, started a band called The Untamed Youth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, with Steve Mace, uh, Steve Rager playing keyboards. Okay. Had various drummers over the years. But they still play. You know, they still do that. They moved out to L.A. or out west. And, um, you know, it was hard. No one, you know, that at that time, rockabilly or that kind of thing was not really that popular. It was kind of pre 
Pulp Fiction. I always thought if they were a couple years later, they okay. probably would have hit yeah. a little more. Yeah, I can see, I can see that. But he's a great guitar player, and he got to be friends with Scotty Moore. Mm. And um, when Scotty Moore, while he was still alive, you know, who's Elvis's original guitar player, yeah, yeah, he was selling his stuff off because you know he knew he knew it was kind of the end of the road, and he sold his main amp that he used to use when he played with Elvis. Um, I'm sure he got quite a bit of money. Out. But he called Deacon. He said, I'm going to sell my backup amp, my number two amp, and I want you to have it. No kidding. Uh, because he thought that much of Deacon. He knew that Deke would carry on. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do, so, it, man, do, I mean, do it justice, right? Right. So here's a kid from Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> He's buddies with Scotty Moore. Incredible. As Keith Richards said, everyone wanted to be Elvis. I wanted to be Scotty. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's pretty cool, yeah, right? So yeah. he's written a couple of great books, yeah, Strat in the Attic. Yeah. Get those. They're fantastic. Very, very cool. What All right. Yes, absolutely cool. Let's do, do a sack full of dice first. Sack full of dice. Sack full of dice. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, the Hooten Hollers. The Boone Hooten Hollers. <laughs> With us in the studio this afternoon. All right. Uh, Travis, Chris, and Jim, appreciate you guys coming down. This is awesome. And I'm getting a bunch of, uh, if, if you can see my, my phone, I get a bunch of notes, and people are really enjoying it, so thanks. And it sounds good coming over the waves right now, apparently. So uh, Excellent. Mem- Memphis has been out in his car. He listens out there to make sure things sound okay. So I know we're doing good. And um, where are we? We've got, uh, well, we're about, we're about 20 minutes after the hour. We're going to jam for another 15 or so with the Boone Howlers, and uh, we'll come back, chat a little bit more, and uh, and hand things off to Ross Shumba at a reggae party, 6 o'clock till 8 o'clock, the best in Roots Rock Reggae right here on KOPN. And uh, don't forget Chris and Blues on Broadway, 8 to 11. Awesome stuff all night tonight, and stick around, okay? KOPN on the web, kopn.org. This is Open Mic Radio, and for me, it's mikehagan.com. It's H-A-G-A-N, and if you want to get a copy of these programs, they're all there, and they're all free, and you can download them and share them with your friends, and if you want to download the podcast or subscribe or whatever it is they call it, whatever you do with that stuff, <laughs> do, you can do it. And, uh, and then the thing just magically appears in your in your podcast player about a month after I do the show because I'm so lame at putting them up there on, <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> so, actually, that's not true. I'm usually about it takes me a couple days, but I'll have this I'll have this show up on the web by by Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. Okay, back to the Boone Howlers. What do you want to do, Chris? We're gonna do a song we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. It's called Sackful of Dice. Uh, as they say, this one sort of wrote itself. And I'm ready to roll Shake him up, honey Now I'll give him a throw Take all night Have fun Shake the dice Until the break of dawn Let's roll Let's roll Got a sack full of dice And I'm ready to roll Well, it's all the same. Let's roll, let's roll. Got a sack full of dice and ready to roll. Let's roll! Take all night. 
So here's one for you. We're gonna do the uh, Johnny. Is that a Dwight song? Or no, no, no. Johnny, Johnny Horton. Johnny Horton. Johnny Horton. And Dwight Yoakam covered that, is that right? That's right. Yeah. And uh, a little thing about the uh, Johnny Horton version. Bill Black played played bass, which Bill was the original bass player yeah. for uh, yeah. Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, well, this all is all the stuff going on today. <laughs> it's gonna go to the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a honky tonk man. Can't seem to stop. Love to get the girls around. Music of an old jukebox. And when my mind is gone, the telephone singing, Hey, hey, mama, can your daddy come home? Well, I live wild and dangerously. I got a your company. Comes up when the sun goes down. one's uh, called Nothing Left. It's another original Boone Howler's tune that we wrote. This is actually the first song off of our first album. 
Nothing left. This afternoon here, live in the studio, KOPN Columbia. Awesome, awesome stuff, you guys. Thanks. Incredible. Uh, I love it. I love doing this radio program because I get like these, we get these <laughs> private concerts every other every Saturday afternoon, and that is outstanding. Nice. Absolutely outstanding. The Boone Howlers. All right, if people want to get a hold of you and uh, they want you to come and play at the party or at the bar or at their gig, wherever, uh, what's the best way to get in touch, you guys? Really, Facebook is, seems to work the most. We've got a Facebook page. Uh, okay. You can message us there. Uh, we've also got a website with an email address, but uh, Facebook works the best. All right, but there is, yeah. I think, boonhowler.com, yeah, yeah. right? Yep, we've got, I'm sorry, yeah, we do have a website, too. Yeah, uh, and you on Instagram and on Spotify yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. If you, yeah, you can listen to uh, all the, we, we put out uh, two albums and two EPs, uh, and then the Christmas stuff, so that's all out there on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you uh, stream. Should we... Uh, I know, I know there were a couple recorded ones that you guys were thinking about playing. Should we play? You want? We got time if you want to do another one. Yeah. Uh, if you want do to do a, record a, a, a recorded one, one. if you got, I mean, if not, no big deal. Sure. But if you want, let's we can do it. Uh, let's do Lonesome in Blue. Pull that up. My favorite. Yeah, it's Travis's favorite. So we got to do it. 
Okay, well, I gotta, I gotta ask Travis and first why, uh, if you, if you grab that microphone, please. Uh, why is it your favorite? And tell me a little bit about the song. Uh, I, I just think it's probably one of the better written songs, one of the better, well thought out songs, and uh, the, the music just attaches to it like a glove. It's just great. What's the name of the song? Lonesome and Blue. How come I can't find it? Or is it the corner of Lonesome and Blue? Actually, it's, it's Lonesome and Blue. Hmm. It's off the uh, Boonhauer's Exist album. Oh, all right. Let's see here if I can. The discography. And this is one I was talking about earlier. It reminds me of Dick. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Reminds me of Leroy <laughs> Van Dyke a little bit. You know, just kind of that era. Yeah. Yeah. That era of golden classic country music. I got it. Yeah. So Leroy's from from our part of the country. So you know we got yeah. a reference. Shout out to Leroy. All right. All right. All right. Cool. So Lonesome and Blue. This is off of the uh, Boonhauer's Exist record, which was 2015. 15. 15 that's yeah, right. 2015. All right. Cool. Check it out. We'll come back and have a little bit more conversation with the band before we roll things out of here. And uh, yeah, check it out. Lonesome and Blue. Boonhauer's. It's Open Mic Radio. KLP in Columbia. It's been a while Haven't seen you around You don't make it To my side of town I've been Some men blue. 
Bending the B string or the B note, whatever it is. Yeah. So Bending the B, we'll just call so it that, on that right? Uh, on that particular song, we use this. Uh, I've got a Nashville Telecaster, Nashville Deluxe, and it's a B bender. Okay. And it's made by. Uh, it's actually made by Fender these days, but the history of the B bender is. Uh, it was used in the Birds, Clarence White. Mm-hmm. And uh, they made it, and it had a B bend. I mean, like, and, and also like all kinds of remarkable players in the Birds over the days, right? I mean, yeah. it was Page, Jimmy Page, and I think oh, Jeff gosh. Beck played for them for for a time. And well, um, you know, Clapton, one of the, maybe one of the founding know. members of the Birds is from Tipton, Missouri. Gene Clark. He wrote. Uh, he wrote Eight Miles High. Memphis so. Chris shaking his head abs- yeah. or, or, or nodding his head in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 cool. So they made that, and now the original B bender is owned by Marty Stewart. Really? And if you see him with this old beat up Telecaster, no kidding. That's what it is. That's so like it's the really original. Cool. Yeah, wow. Marty's a huh. man. He's just a super hip guy, right? Comes through here once in a while. Oh, and I, I've got to say, if you get a chance to see that band. That's maybe one of the best bands with Kenny Vaughn on guitar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Scruggs, Earl Scruggs' grandson's yeah. on upright bass and plays uh, lap. And, uh, oh, gosh. I Not the banjo, interestingly enough. Yeah. But, no, yeah. that's right. He does everything else. He's yeah. very good <laughs> bass player, very good pedal. Yeah. I saw him with the Sleep in the Wheel. The sleep sleep the wheel, the wheel was here. here. He yeah. sat in and played a, a lap seal for him. Sweet. You know, uh, um, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't really, sometimes we'll go through and tell people what's happening tonight, tomorrow, or whatever in town, and, it, and if, if, if you've got a gig, or if you're playing tonight, uh, or sometime this, uh, this upcoming week, have a great show, and I apologize for not promoting it, uh, but uh, if you have something that's important, give us a call here, 443-8255, I say it every week, and there's probably 10 people that probably call, and I didn't even see it, because it's very difficult to see the phone, if you're doing this thing, but at any rate, um, you know, if you got something going on, do it. Have fun. <laughs> All right? And give us support a call. Support live music. And support live music. And I, 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 I sure appreciate the people that do and, and, and the venues that, that do. And, we're, we're, you know, COVID was a, was a son of a gun for everybody. And, and it had, had a pretty 
had a pretty significant effect here in, in Columbia, actually, and in the mid-Missouri in general. But but we're, we're bouncing back now. A bunch of new little venues popping up here and there. Yeah. This arcade district thing is real cool. Um, we're going to play Cooper's next uh, Saturday. Okay, I was going to – on my list is uh, upcoming shows or whatever. Maybe yeah. we talk about that now. So uh, you've got a show coming up at Cooper's next week? Yeah, Cooper's next week, Saturday, afternoon, 2 to 5. Awesome. Uh, thinking we might That's do, so much fun down there by the river. That is just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right there by the river. It's it's nice. Uh, shade. Uh, it's, it, it's a great place. And, to, and to uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Richard and the gang have done a great job down there. Uh, uh, since, since they've they've taken it over, and, and you know it's a hard thing for me to say to be, yeah, to be frank, yeah, but really uh, but but I, I, I'm I like to see what's going on down there, and uh, now all we need is a big giant parking lot and some and, and some and a better road. But people are like, no, we want to keep it the way it is. Right? <laughs> so well, I'll tell you, when Richard's involved, it's cool. He's always been involved. In cool I'll tell you things. what, he is. Yeah. He, there, there's no question about what that man has done for the music scene here in Missouri. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not, and uh, absolutely uh, tip of the hat, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Quick for the gearhead folks, a lot of people like to know what kind of uh, instruments you're playing, if you have a foot pedal set up, what kind of amp you might be playing. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time, but if but if you want to, I, I like the bass setup because people don't think about that but uh, as, as often as like guitar, but Travis has a pretty cool bass setup here, so maybe Travis you could give us a little... Up uh, update yeah, on what you're doing is, there. Uh, this is the uh, the Fender Highway 1. It's the... Uh, it's a I think it's actually 2008. I think I told you wrong, 2010. But I think it's a, I bought it in 2008. Okay. But it's the original design of the original first year P bass. So mm, mm, uh, mm-hmm. super light. It's toned for days. It's got the offset pickups. I'm running a little EQ boost back here off the amp, but uh, um, just love kinda, it. Just kind of give it that <laughs> little extra punch, you know. Uh-huh. Instead of instead of sounding all. Got a nice little punch to it, so love it. It cuts through all the stuff that those guys are doing, anyway. So, <laughs> well, you got to be able to do that. You got to get, you got to get right. through there somehow, right? <laughs> what uh, you've got a pretty, uh, a good size uh, cabinet that's, there with a speaker yeah, and an amp. What's yeah, that's whoa. the uh, that's the PV one fifteen combo. It's pretty industry standard for for bases for bass, just anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I really, what I really like to do is play my acoustic guitar through it. and gives it a wonderful tone. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. All right. Tip there for acoustic guitar players: play it through your PV that's, bass amp. That's correct. Right on. Okay. Tell cool. about the mandolin. It's his mandolin. Oh, all right. So Chris oh, is playing uh, Travis. So I had a. And uh, if you weren't listening earlier in the program, Travis had, is a multi instrumentalist who plays pretty much everything with strings. So yeah. yeah. Mediocrely, but I do. <laughs> Not well. Jack of all strings. Yeah. Um, so I was. Uh, I have a, uh, a a Fender mandolin with some pickups in it. I've had it for years, and I think I think it actually got kind of compressed in travel somewhere, and it, it broke right at the f holes. And my luthier just can't keep it together. Broke at the f holes. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, Chris, always. Chris, write that. Chris, it's write my down. life story. Yeah. Write that down. That's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a song. Travis. Monkey got that one. Yeah. <laughs> broke. Broke the they're apple. really wrote it guys. Down. Make a note. There's a. There really there's, is a there's song. A song there. Broke the apples. I'm sorry. So yeah. I was desperate for a new mandolin, and I went to my local uh, guitar store, Backwoods Guitar in Sedalia, Missouri. By the way. Okay, Memphis fabulous and guitar uh, store. Once again, the nod of approval. Highly recommend going in there. Aaron, the luthier there, my guitar guy. Um, I told him I needed a mandolin. He goes, well, there's one on the wall. I just got it in. And um, this is uh, this mandolin that Chris is holding is as old as I am. Uh, 
I'm not going to tell you how that, what that number is, but it's as old as I am. Okay. It's right. 50, 55 plus years old and uh, had hardly been played. It's a Harmony Batwing. Um, Chris, if you hold that up, you see the uh, the uh, top of the headstock is shaped like a bat wing. Wow, and then cool. That, that's that back, right. That back, wow. That bat wing that is, is repeated. very cool. At the, uh, at, at the neck of the, the, the guitar as well. And that is a, uh, the, the pickup in that, I can't remember the exact uh, name of it, but the, uh, the gold pickup has some significance as well. I just can't remember what it is right now. But yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful instrument. And uh, I, I love playing it, so... Very cool. All right. So yeah. then the acoustic guitar is just a, it's a Taylor uh, a GA4. <clears throat> you know, that's what I use mostly. It's okay. my trigger. All right. Um, then the amp, uh, we're just running straight amp. It's a Princeton. Um, I think it's a reissue, but, you know, it's got a nice tone. And then uh, we've been using a Jim's Gretsch yeah, for that. Gretsch 5120. Well, that, that's one that everyone's, the, the people who have actually been walking through the station this afternoon, that's the one that people's eyes have been, uh, have been drawn towards certainly. Oh, yeah. So yeah, the hot rod red, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great color to it, great sound. The action's really nice on it. Um, and then the banjo we playing is a uh, Deering Deluxe. And actually, Chris and I went down about ten years ago. Took a trip down to Morgan Music in Lebanon and uh, went around, picked a bunch of banjos, and came up with the the one that I could afford. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look banjos and mandolins. You may not realize it, but they're so expensive. You know, so uh, you know, good. Good banjo, five six thousand bucks. You know, are you mandolins, really? You know, yeah. that, that five level. six thousand bucks handmade. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, Morgan Music well, has gotten a lot of my money over the uh, years. I, I, That's where I bought the B Bender yeah. and yeah. One that I yeah. passed on was they had a banjo with uh, Christmas uh, holly inlays in the neck, and that was uh, fourteen thousand. That was ten I, years ago. I think it's a mistake. I think my you gosh. Have I would tell you how much I paid for the mandolin, but I think my wife's listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of people, people that are listening, I, I have to uh, shout out to, uh, hold on quickly here, uh, Chris Poirier, uh, who does Blues on Broadway, 8, eight to 11 tonight. Uh, uh, oh, the guys out in Roachport. All right. The, the couple guys get together and listen every every weekend uh, in Roachport. Hi, you guys. Ron, Bruce, love you. Um, Paul Meyer, who's actually played with uh, with All with right. you guys in in yeah. the past, Paul yeah. Paul's listening, and he actually plays bass for a band called the Rolling Stops, and they they do some fun stuff around <laughs> around these parts. So check out check check out the Rolling That's Stops. A great name, isn't that a great yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. It's like you were talking about Forest Rose, man. He was in the best bands: Monkey Grip, uh, Sins, Sins of the, of the Pioneers, Pioneers uh, <laughs> the Rank Sinatra, Sins, Sinatra, Sins yeah. of the Pioneers, yeah. the Boone County Hams. Oh yeah, I remember Boone County Ham. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we. We've uh, we've got some great like folks out guy. there, so appreciate y'all listening. And uh, yeah, check out uh, all the wonderful music around town here. I mean, we got such a great scene, and you know, you know, um, we haven't talked much about what it's like to be in the music scene here in in mid Missouri, uh, in Columbia, wherever. Uh, uh, what's it like? You guys have been doing it for for twelve, fifteen years. I mean, is it is it a cool place to play music? Or, or yeah, I think it is. I mean, you know, live music is just it's just not like it was twenty years ago or when we were growing up. So it's different. But I think we get to play a lot of different kinds of music here. We don't really get outside of Columbia, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the kind of stuff that we like, this community likes, and uh, there's such a rich, rich history of music associated with this town. You know, like when. Um, Oh gosh, Big Star had the reunion. You know, oh, yeah. it was, it was here the, on campus. Yeah, they used to do like the the New Year's Eve show at the Blue Note or whatever, or maybe uh, that was Big, Big Smith. Smith. Big Smith, yeah. Big Star's Alex Smith. Chilton. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, they did yeah, that yeah. reunion show mm-hmm. uh, years ago. 
Chilton, um, Alex Chilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, let's see. The last Husker Du show <laughs> was in Columbia. Was the in Blue Columbia? Note. Yep. And the first Sugar show was in Columbia. Yeah. I didn't realize that till I read that Bob Mould. Dang. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of history with this place. I love it. All right. Well, look, you guys, we are uh, approaching that time. Mm-hmm. So let's let, let, let's get one more from you and then uh, get ready to say toodaloo to these uh, these folks. But I sure appreciate you coming down this afternoon. We know you've got a show coming up. Is it on the 11th at, or is it next weekend? It's next weekend. Next, next weekend, weekend yeah. at uh, down at Cooper's Landing, yep. down by the river. Yep. That's 2 to 5, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. And, you know, if you haven't been down to Cooper's Landing, just go down there. It's just so awesome. And, and, and if you have, I don't have to say anything to you. But if you haven't, it's really a place that you should check out if you're living around Man, they got uh, great in, in these parts. There. Good they people. They do great sound. Just, just yeah. a good bunch of folks hanging out yes. down there. And, and, and there's usually a food truck or something. Yeah, and, up a level. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, 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 good, just good vibe for sure. So... All right. Uh, anything else uh, you want to mention? You got anything else coming up after that? Um, yes, but... Uh, it's the best thing to do is just... Uh, <laughs> All right, these microphones, mic, right? Yes, the best thing to do is just check out our, our Facebook page. Uh, on the we'll website. We'll be at uh, D&D Pub and Grub in August. we got a couple in September. I think we mentioned the Heritage <clears throat> Festival in mid-September. Cool. I love the Heritage uh, Festival. At the end of the month, yeah. uh, we'll be back at Cooper's. The very last day, September 30th, we'll be out at Cooper's, too. So. All right. Talk to Jim if you want to know what's going on, right? That's right. All right. Sounds good. The Boone Howlers. I love you guys. It's awesome. Thank you for coming down this afternoon. Let's do another one, and uh, then we'll move along. All right? Well, we're going to do a cover for you. It's uh, the first song I learned on mandolin, probably yep. the first song you Mine learned too. on mandolin. That's right. And the guy that wrote it, wrote it because it was, everyone it told him he used to learn on, learn on the mandolin. mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> Open my radio, KOPN.
Miami on my birthday. Grab the white trash first round here anyway. Done two tours of duty in Vietnam. I come home with a brand new plan. Take seat from Colombia to Mexico. Steve Earle, love that cover. You guys sound fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you very much for coming this afternoon. Thanks for having us. Oh, man, look forward to the show next uh, Saturday afternoon That's down right. at Cooper's Landing. Check it out. All right, the Boone Howlers, they'll be down there, and uh, I'll be down there. You can come down and buy me a beer, all right? And, and then I'll buy those guys a beer. <laughs> actually, they get it for free, I think, probably down We're there. We're not going to tell them that. Yeah, we don't yeah. tell them. Actually, yeah. they, they say they don't get it for free. That way they get extra That's ones from right. the people that buy them. All right, it's Open Mic Radio, KOBN Columbia. Thanks for coming around this afternoon. We appreciate y'all. And um, next week, what's what's next week? Who do I? Oh, uh, I forget. Um, I remember, but I don't. Anyway, it'll be fun. Come on back next week. And uh, Boone Howers, uh, one more time, Jim. How do we get a hold of you? Yeah, Facebook. Boone Howers Facebook is the easiest way to get a hold of us. But we also have our uh, uh, website as well, Boone Howers. All right, very cool. Boone Howers, find them out there on the web. And, uh, yeah, really cool stuff and a lot of fun. All right, you can find them certainly next weekend down at Cooper's Landing. And you can find me here next weekend as well, 4 to 6 p.m. In fact, I'll be on the air half the time that those guys are playing. So um, We'll be thinking about you. Well, I'll be thinking about you too. So maybe we'll play a Boone Howler song right, right, right about the time you guys are going on the air. So Because it's more than radio. It's community radio. It is community radio, right? That's right. And it's also open mic radio, and you're listening to it here, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. We'll catch you all round next time, right? Thanks again. Right. Thank right. you so much. Great to hear. All right. Okay, uh, you guys, uh, next week, I forget what's happening, so you'll have to come and find out, and I'll find out about the same time as you, all right? And uh, Memphis, appreciate you. Clark, great to see you. Thank you. Uh, stick around. Ross Shimba at a reggae party coming at you in a very, very short minute. And... Uh, Here's my buddy, Kurt, getting us out of here. Radio